mercy and grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan, Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 314 of There's No Place Like Terra, Stargate First Watch Rewatch Podcast. I am Nixie. <laughs> and I don't know Sorry, what that little was. I don't know what that one did. was either. <laughs> I'm Grace. Today we're watching Stargate Atlantis, season five. Yep. Episode 17. Uh-huh. Infection. Yes. A- I'm going to use the... You do it. A.K.A. Absolutely not, Todd. <laughs> Which so satisfying, <laughs> so satisfying on so many levels. I think we can share a little bit of the. Levels. I think you can share at least the broad strokes of why this is one of our new inside jokes. It is so great. So and it, it's just so timely too. It is so literally the last two years of my life have been becoming a library scientist. Yeah, is the word that we like to use. Uh, building taxonomy, learning how to search things, learning how to teach people how digital to search things. organization, digital organization, finding multiple routes to get to a item and yeah. asset etc 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 literally two years now mm-hmm. building this scaffolding yeah for an enormous enormous enterprise that we work for mm-hmm. um so also i get to work with other enormous enterprises <laughs> and now that i have some insight on how these things work yes i can tell when someone's doing things poorly yes or doing things lazily or can do things to improve um, and a major photo collection resource yes um so this specific site yes is a major photo collection resource now if someone has a poor management system that's easier to take than lazy right yes. so these people have a very sophisticated and good management system there's some things i wish would work better for the most part yeah for the most part However, some of their content creators do things. Don't have the memo. That are questionable. Lazy. Lazy. I'm going to use it. Lazy. Lazy works. Because I know what they did. They made some things virtually unsearchable Uh unless you search for a sentence. Yeah. And a person's name. But they didn't tell anyone that you had to search the specific sentence, sentence in order to find very timely needed for news imagery. Mind you, needed for news means I need this within the hour. Yeah. So I got on a help call because they have a live chat. <laughs> you are not afraid of using it. And I'm not afraid of telling people what to, how things should work. And mind you, it wasn't about being unkind to this person no it was about being very frank yes and this poor person happened to be named todd (laughs) and uh, because a lot of my life is customer service i don't get to tell people to their face how wrong sometimes things are (laughs) and so being able to use the phrases like wildly frustrating and followed by absolutely not Todd I will not be doing that in the search the yeah. search needs to change yeah became sort of like everyone at work was laughing at me but I didn't mind cuz I think they were laughing at how were excited laughing, I was about it but I was also just laughing at the situation yeah yeah they were like 
oh shit, somebody fucked with Grace and it's actually really funny to see yes. it happen to someone that's not us. They fucked <laughs> around and found out. Because we also... I, I'm a fairly kind person and I'm fairly amiable yeah. and friendly and, and helpful. Um, and one of the guy we have a bunch of new people starting at work. And one of the guys was like, hey, don't let Grace fool you. Yeah. She is not a pushover. <laughs> exactly. So don't. 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 Mm-mm. Because one of them was nowhere to be found. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I was in- I was getting acquainted with a blah blah which yeah. was not his job title and i was like oh you should be getting acquainted with this other blah blah uh-huh. which is what your job is yeah literally while you were hired so he was like oh and that, and that's when the guys were like yeah don't don't fuck with her don't just don't don't absolutely not todd absolutely not todd and so, so it's now a rallying cry for our office yeah so this episode this timely timely episode was an absolutely not todd absolutely episode. not todd <laughs> long story short <laughs> how was your week we know how mine was yeah well mine mine was funny because we ran across um a, a, i had a different problem i was solving and oh. i believe it was about half an hour after you absolutely not totted yeah. <laughs> and you were like why are you being so nice you should absolutely not tod that situation yeah, yeah. i was like oh no i'm going to let her think she was heard yeah no in my at that point the adrenaline was going exactly and the number one thing i advocate for which is why again absolutely not yes. Todd, was my artists yes and they're not mine but our team yeah. our team is who i advocate for 100%. number one always before anybody else 100 and in that moment you were my team yes and you were having to advocate for the design yeah and play nice with the client and i was like i don't have to yeah and i was like oh no i'm 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 gonna <laughs> let her be heard i'm not doing the six hours of work she wants me to do i'm going to uh, I'm gonna do what I'm able to yeah. because the design is perfectly fine. Yeah. Watch how I work around this. And As, yeah. W- but I put it. I fixed this and this and this, and it took me an hour. And she thinks that I just put eight hours into it. Yeah. So as I've said before, you advocate for the design. I will advocate for the designers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that is why we balance each other at work. Because <laughs> I'm like, no. I don't give a crap what it might does for the design. I'm not giving you eight hours of this person. I need those eight hours elsewhere. Thank you. Whereas Goodbye. I'm like, oh no, I told her I'm going to put eight hours into it. I'm not putting eight hours into yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely I'm not. I'm Scotty timing this. Yeah, which is, yeah. I'm putting this, an this hour particular into person, work. I just, yeah, this particular person, I agree, who also has gotten in my crawl this week. Basically, what we're telling um, our wonderful audience members is that there are multiple ways to solve solutions. Yeah. To solve solve solutions. <laughs> to solve solutions. There's multiple ways to solve problems. There are multiple ways to move through an obstacle. Yeah. There are multiple ways to turn an obstacle into an opportunity for yep. growth. There are multiple ways to shift perspective. Yep. Um and the goal is just to keep progressing forward. And sometimes... And sometimes you do have to use your big kid voice. And sometimes uh, they're, the wonderful thing about working in a team, the wonderful thing about um, Tiggers. Tiggers is that sometimes Tiggers look at problems mm-hmm. in different ways. Yeah. And it's also okay to sometimes have boundaries and say absolutely not. Absolutely not, Todd. Todd. This is what we're <laughs> learning in this episode. Yeah. Sometimes... Absolutely not, Todd. Because at one point, Todd even says absolutely not. Yeah. 
it's sometimes it's it's okay to say no. Yeah. It's actually more than okay to say no. This is what we've learned this week. <laughs> you know, normally you get the the normally you get the life lesson at the end of the episode. Yeah, we're done. We hit you with the life lesson early. Kapow! We kapowed you with our life lesson. <laughs> Absolutely yes, life lesson. Absolutely yes. Uh, God, I'm like all riled up again just thinking about that day. <laughs> I was so upset. I was so upset. I think I was so upset because I know the effort it takes yeah. to have not done that. Yeah. And it was literally like 5%. It takes z- such little effort to make that change. I uh, I don't know what other media or anything. Oh, you know what? I did yesterday. We watched The Lost City and uh, thought it was absolutely fucking Hulk. delightful. Also, She-Hulk was so much... I was excited for She-Hulk because Hulk is is Hulk Nick's favorite. Uh-huh. And so I'm like, yeah, I'll watch She-Hulk. It looks fun. It's so fucking good. It is amazing. It is great. It's so fucking We've good. We've also found our Halloween costume this year. Yep. We together will be She-Hulk and Attorney at Law. Yep. I will be once. She-Hulk. Grace will be Attorney at Law. It works that I just chopped off all my hair. <laughs> <laughs> and now have the same haircut. Almost. Yeah. Um, as as Attorney at Law does. I mean, I'll need a wig. My hair looks Fair. nothing like that, but that's fine. <laughs> that's true. I mean, I'm also not six foot seven and green, but we can you're close. We can make it I work. I mean, you're not green, but you're you're close. <laughs> yeah. Um You're just as majestic. Just as majestic. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um so yeah, th- my other thing mainly this week is is I went through again as we're we're sharing at the beginning of this episode. I went through a week where I had one of those like um am I an artist am I designer existential crises is of like what am I making in life? Almost like Keller does. Almost like Keller does. Um <laughs> but in typical Nixie fashion, um I read some Carl Sagan mm. and then may have uh, rerouted my uh, creative endeavors slightly. Done. So that's that sounds about Nixie. I love it. <laughs> Carl Sagan saves the day again. I'm just still slowly crumbling internally and letting see where all the pieces fall, and then I'll see how to put them back together. I mean, that's kind of what I did, but it's me, and I work quickly, yeah, so yeah, it yeah, lasted yeah. about three or four days. Oh yeah, no, mine are gonna fall for a little while. Yeah, but I'm in it. We also sometimes like, again, you're just in it. We work at different paces. Yeah, everything I do is fast. Yes, so very true. I just work through that shit. I just like to simmer in a speed round. Yeah, you're you're throwing that thing in the pressure cooker. <laughs> yes. Whereas I'm like, let's crock pot this baby. December fifth, two thousand and eight. Yes. Written by Alan McCullough, directed by Andy Makita. Um, my fun fact is, at, in French, this episode is called "Between Life and Death." Ooh. Ooh. It's a good title. It's a good title. I actually think I like it better than Infection. Yeah, I agree. Uh, no <laughs> new guest stars, but it's always good to see Christopher and Kevin. Yes. Agreed. For sure. Previously on, we worked, remember how we worked with Todd and asked him to try going vegan? Wraith no um, feed. And, Wraith get mad. Wraith and ship take. Accidentally, part of the plan was to fuck up the we were accidentally part of the plan to fuck up the wraith ships going into hyperspace then todd stole the daedalus and then ronan tried to lead a ship revolt and instead todd used the ship as a weapon but then john and the traveler ship saved the whole team etc etc cool yep we're here so we start in a very tense moment in the middle of shit everyone but john is in the control room there is a wraith ship just moments away Mm -hmm. they're ready to cloak the city mckay's like 
I kind of still think the shield would be a better option. Shields are guns. Shields are guns. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tough decision because the shield would increase the city's AC. Mm-hmm. Um, the city's AC is pretty shit with the cloak, but yeah. the Wraith have no clue where on the planet they are. Yeah. If do they're you cloaked. want to use invisibility or yes. do you want to use mage armor, yes. which is your choice? Yeah. Uh huh. Um, and they've been tracking the ship for days and it's beelining towards the planet, towards the city. So John is down in the chair, ready to open fire with some drones, Mm -hmm. um, holding that in reserve. It will, if they have to fire drones, it'll absolutely show exactly where their position is. Yep. Because you can't, if you shoot while invisible, then your invisibility be wires off unless you've got greater invisibility and they do not. They do not. Everyone is ready to go, and they pop up the cloak and wait. Mm-hmm. So shortly after that, we watch the hive ship drop out of hyperspace right above the planet and then just sit there. Mm-hmm. Everyone is confused. <laughs> they do get a transmission that they listen to behind a firewall. It's complete gibberish. It's yeah. just random text until McKay realizes it's the algorithm used on the Daedalus. Got it. So they flip it then to a video of Todd. It's real fucked up editing. And you just hear like, hold your fire. Keller's gene therapy. Unable to counteract disease. And then ends with help us. And then the file's corrupted after that. Yikes. So that's that's fun. uh Uh-huh. Interesting. Uh, And quick credits, because we got places to go and people to see. Oh, yeah. We've got lives to ruin. (laughs) <laughs> John, meanwhile, is completely confused down in the chair. Yeah, can somebody please update me? I've been sitting in the ancient lazy boy all evening. The floor is lava. I can't leave. Bye. Yeah. Uh, getting very confused is information. It's They only have secondhand information. The one thing they're thinking is that he needs help with gene therapy, but not sure what about it or anything. Mm-hmm. So John figures Todd had a chance to test the gene therapy previously, but he double-crossed us, so he kind of has had a shot, and he lost it. John, or Ronan, not shockingly, is just like, well, let's just nip this problem in the butt and blow that shit up. Yep. Honestly, I mean... Not wrong. Not mad about it. Woolsey's Would have saved us a whole ass hour episode. Yeah, Woolsey's kind of down with that idea, too, um, but... Todd would most likely predict that as the reaction. Sure. So why still show up here? Why send the video recording? And like... For no t- cares, kill it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly that's also Grace's reaction. Absolutely not, Todd. Yep. Um, and for Todd to go this far clearly to something very important, McKay mm-hmm. figures. And Taylor, ever the communicator, is like, well, let's call them back and see maybe we can get the right file. Ooh, that's a thought. Yeah. Um, and because that way, but the problem is that they do go and ask if we can get the file. It's going to be giving away their position because yeah. they'll be sending out a communication going to destroy the whole cast invisibility on the city plan. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, because if you cast spent sen- sending... Again, the second you cast any spell yeah. during... yeah, You're going to lose your invisibility yes. because that's how it works. Maybe do that from a cloak jumper instead. Mm-hmm. 
Yes, they would like know where the jumper is, but the jumper is a hell of a lot easier to Higher move. Higher decks on a jumper than on a city. Then yeah, a whole city. Yeah. So there's no way McKay can clean up the file any more than it is. There's too much data missing. Although maybe spend like ten minutes. Yeah. Maybe just just making sure before you go to the city and start this whole adventure you're about to have. Yep. Uh, and John is ditching the chair and coming up, swapping it for a jumper instead. Yes. So however long it took them to gear up and get to the jumper, they are now in space, heading up towards the ship. How long do you think it takes them to get geared up and in the jumper? I'm guessing there's a gear room next, right by the jumper bay. Like, is it like a 15 minute thing? I'm guessing 15 minutes or under. Yeah. It's like... I think they have to train to see how quickly they can yeah. get their armor on. Oh if yeah, you will. I'm I'm pretty sure it's pretty damn fast. Like I'm thinking everyone was geared up except for John mm-hmm. because he was coming up from the city right. and they're like I'm hold, like holding the vest yeah, for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, it's like a like a the pit. Yeah, the pit in a racing. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> I want that job, just like putting people in their armor and then like kicking them out. Go. I also just want it known that you just made like a, a F1 reference. You're welcome. It's <laughs> <laughs> so, like we're friends. Uh, however long it... So they're in space now. Uh, John radios the ship. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Are you home? Todd? We didn't get the whole transmission. Do you want to send Are you it sleeping? again? Yeah. Are you pooping? Yeah. No one's answering, which just confuses everyone. It's because he forgot to say you can reply to this message. He did. Yeah. 100%. Although it does kind of make sense because McKay also doesn't sense any life signs on board. Weird how that happens. And Taylor also isn't sensing any wraith. Mm-hmm. And Ronan is really hoping this is not a wraith ship from another universe that showed up here like the other Daedalus did because that was not any fun. Yeah. Can we not do that episode, please? Thanks. Okay, bye. McKay's like, we've been tracking this ship for days, so he he dismisses it a little harshly, Mm -hmm. but also, no, it's not. Yeah. Instead, McKay figures all the wraith are hibernating. Yeah. Because we can't pick up them on the life science detector when they're sleeping. True. I forgot about that. There's only one way to find out. We gotta get in the ship. Big size all around. We gotta go in the dungeon. You could just ask the dungeon nicely to let you in. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Grace and I are laughing because we literally did that yesterday. Yesterday during D&D, our gnomes asked a sentient home. Yep. Can we come in? As people were trying to... Kick the door down. Yeah. Arcanely opened a lock. Uh-huh. They weren't allowed in. And then the voice was really mad. So we just went, hey, can we come in? Uh-huh. And then it said, oh, yes. Yeah. This is gnomes, guys. Yeah. I've learned that it's not that we're, like, good cop, bad cop. It's, like, d- insane distracty cop. And, and chaos and, cop. And insane chaos persuasion intimidation <laughs> cop. <laughs> so you just barrage them until they're exhausted yeah and then i'm like okay now do this thing i mean my character also stabbed a wooden door with a dagger to explain to a sentient house what pain is yeah yeah so that's fun the uh the things you do in D. Uh, yeah 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 anyway i also have my notes the term flesh egg which i really hoping i would never have to write Ew. down in my entire life uh-huh. but there we are Flesh egg. We're there now. 
Speaking of fleshy areas. Ah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of flesh eggs. In the control room, they get a secure message from John. Mm-hmm. So fun thing, there's no life sense in the ship. We think they're all sleeping. So we kind of sort of think we have to board the ship. Mm-hmm. Woolsey wonders, much like like Akbar does. Yeah. If it's, it's a trap. trap. Listen, it's a real mm-hmm. shitty trap if it is, because you we can blow the ship out of the sky yeah. at any moment. You literally beam your guys out. Well, the ship. Yeah, Wolsey's like, but that would kill you. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, well, listen, Todd may like John, but not that much. Yeah. Um, besides killing a race ship, always a good plan. Mm-hmm. And we didn't come all this way and got get all dressed up for nothing. Also, it's John, so debatable whether he and that yeah. team would die because they should have died a lot of times. Yeah. And they don't. And Wolsey gives them the all right, all right, all right. <laughs> So, once on the ship, stealth rolls, investigation, no sign of anyone. Mm-hmm. I'm with McKay. Empty hives might be creepier than full ones. Yep. John does prefer him this way, though. Less things to shoot at. I mean, it is nice that it's quiet. Yeah. You can, you know, take in the decor. So, yeah. <laughs> Flesh eggs. So, mm. Ronan leads them to the bridge. Once there, McKay gets to work, who, by the way, like, just commenting... McKay doesn't have a vest or a backpack or even a fucking computer with him. Yeah, what's his plan? Yeah. He, he can see that all the Wraith are hibernating. There's uh-huh. no alarm clock, though. Yeah. There's no wake-up trigger. Normally, a few Wraith would be awake, watch over the sleeping ones, wake them up if necessary. But they're all sleeping. There's no alarm clock. Without it, they may just never wake up. Must be nice. Yeah, I know. Which sounds... Great. I've always um, wondered what would happen if my alarm clock didn't go off, and then I remembered that my alarm clock doesn't go off on the weekends, and I'm still up at five forty-five. So I'm yeah. like, oh, that's right. Well, here's the thing: you don't need alarm clocks. You have two large dogs. I, I do have two very large boys <laughs> who are like, it's time to take us for a walk, human. <laughs> Whereas my doggo is like, if you let me, I will sleep to noon, like the theater diva that I am. Sounds appropriate yeah. for her. <laughs> Got it, Patty. <laughs> Judy, whoever you are today. Bernadette. Um, so, yes, Taylor finds this all extremely odd that Todd would just leave his crew to our mercy. I mean, we did not leave things on good terms last time. Yeah. How desperate is Todd? Ronan figures they are. Maybe they're just he's just not as smart as he seems. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice, Ronan, if that's just the case? I'm pretty sure Todd yeah. has proven that he's highly intelligent. Ronan's like, he's just dumb like me. Let's kill. Let's do. And I know that Ronan's not mad. Don't at me. I'm I just know. like that not dumb. It's just, you know. Um listen, I will say he's not he's not dumb. He does it the lowest intelligence of the group. Yes, exactly. He has high wisdom. Mm-hmm. Just not his his intelligence is his dumb stat. That yes. and charisma. Yeah. <laughs> Although he has charisma for intimidation. Well, he just has no ability points. He just did, took no skills in persuasion. No. All in intimidation. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I don't know any gnomes like that. <laughs> <laughs> um. So all the lights start flickering. <laughs> and they have a moment and McKay starts reading that there's malfunctions all over the fucking ship. Yeah. And, oh, but hey, hey, look, I found Todd's original file. It actually is not corrupted in its OG form. It got corrupted in transmission. Makes sense. I hate when files do that. I know. So originally he was talking, he was asking Atlantis to hold the fire and let him explain. (laughs) Please don't shoot me first and ask questions later. Mm -hmm. 
He's here because him and his crew have been stricken with a disease, a, a complication of the gene theory th- therapy developed yep. by Keller. And no, as McKee interrupts, we didn't give them the gene therapy. They just stole it. Yeah, Todd continues that he acquired some of the formula uh-huh. while he briefly stole the Daedalus and was curious I mean, to see if it would work. going to give it to them anyway. <laughs> he just uh, beat us to it. Uh, he wanted to see if it works. It did. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, it's nothing sort of astonishing. He, yeah. Todd's very impressed, honestly. He holds his hand up and instead of the nom nom mouth on his palm... It's just a regular hand. I like that not only is, is the little mouth gone, but his nails are manicured, too. Yeah, it's like, well, now that I don't have to eat with these, <laughs> I'm going to go see a beautician. <laughs> Maybe get some, you know, some gels on there. Yeah. Who knows? Um, and he dosed his whole crew. Mm-hmm. And that's when the side effects started kicking in. Uh, some got the first group got sick and then died. Uh-huh. And then more got sick. And the Wraith natural healing ability did nothing. And he is now here as a last resort. Yeah. Because he... So does that mean he took it last and fed it to all his crew first? Or is he Honestly, knowing Todd, he may have been. He's also very well could be the strongest. Okay. We know with that weird Wraith hierarchy, like, not all Wraiths are created equal. True. Yeah. So Big sigh. he knows what he's asking. Uh-huh. They've had their differences which seems like a very polite way of putting that yeah and he gets why we wouldn't help but remember this if todd dies any hope of spreading this treatment in the future dies with him the choice is yours Mm -hmm. the power is yours i have the power i like that brother okay so the team minus mckay um are with Woolsey in his office all geared Mm -hmm. up still to john mystery solved uh let's just fire some drones close this file move on sucks to say yes please let's check the boxes (laughs) can we archive this project (laughs) oh god it's like all work to be for me today everything is a work trigger have you completed this project i will archive it thank you bye Sorry, um, I keep yelling today. So, John, it's fine. I normally okay. yell. <laughs> so, um, John and Todd have an interesting relationship. Okay. Um, Woolsey points out, look, the treatment worked. Yeah, until it started killing them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, which, Woolsey's like, that's why we need to investigate this more. Gather the data. Maybe wake up a few so Keller can examine them, which, like it or not, Woolsey still answers to the IOA, and this gene therapy is, like, the one fucking thing the IOA agrees on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which, <laughs> again, like, none of them are here, which cracks me up, because they're like, oh, this will work fine at the Wraith. We've never been there to experience the no, Wraith. we just know the, everything, because that's who we are. They also... Not a flaw in that planet. They're all. also not just gonna take Atlantis on their word. They have to, like, show their work. Yeah. Long division it. Um, to Ronan, this thing works perfectly. It kills Wraith. I do feel like that. I'd like this whole, well, the IOA isn't here conversation <laughs> comes up multiple times in this episode. <laughs> yes. Well, the IOA, yeah. if I can remind you, is isn't not here, here. Wolsey. Yeah. I mean, Wolsey, technically, I guess, I don't know if he's officially part of the IOA. Yeah, but you're outnumbered, Wolsey, is what we're 100%. saying. 100%. <laughs> Wolsey. 100%. You don't have the backing of the IOA no, here. No. We want to do this other thing. Yeah. 
little taken aback, Woolsey clarifies to Ronan that you're talking about exposing the wraith to a treatment that we know kills them. He's mm-hmm. like, yeah. 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 Kill the wraith. What? Like it's bad? Like, kill the wraith, Would right? the IOA really have an issue with that? Because yeah. Ronan does not, and I he knows like a shit ton of people in this galaxy would agree with him. Just let Ronan write up the report. <laughs> because it would say, we saw a wraith ship, we killed it. Yeah. IOA would be fine with that. No need for details no. about drugs no. and, like, feet. Who cares? Who cares? It's so... Water under the bridge. TLDR. It's 100%. Yeah. It's like you only give them the TLDR. There's no rest of it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And and John's like, remember when Becca's retrovirus, like the difficult thing was how to we deliver it. Mm -hmm. Plus, (laughs) we might not get all the wraith. We might just weaken them, Taylor adds. And again, Ronan is not seeing the issue. Why are we still talking about this ship that we should have destroyed? So we don't kill all the wraith. We kill 75% of the wraith. Like (laughs) They're negotiating. I am completely on Ronan's side here. He was like, I don't get the issue. I feel like I'm surprised. It's only... This is where you know that Ronan is someone who... To some degree, gives a shit about the order. Yes. And rank. Yes. Because otherwise, I don't know why he wouldn't have just blown that thing up himself by now. Uh, he'd find a way. I know he Episode can't use the chair. Over, he just looks right at, <laughs> at the screen. Break the fourth wall. Yeah. Episode over. I killed the shit. Bye. And again, Taylor tries so hard to, to we don't have a Daniel here, so Taylor tries so hard to be the Daniel. It's like, yeah. well, maybe if we can prove it works without killing people down the line, their wraith will, you know, be willing to take it themselves and not eat people. Let's consider others as alive and morals and ethics. Uh-huh. It's like, nope, kill wraith, bye. <laughs> Wolsey puts his foot down. They don't have to decide which route to go now. They just need more information. So Woolsey's sending the team back up with Keller. Um, but because it might also be a trap, Lauren's team and a whole bunch more Marines. Yeah. Yeah. He's at least learned some lessons. Imagine being Keller and it's like you're constantly like, hey, this might be your death. <laughs> go find some medical information. <laughs> <It's> fucking hell. <laughs> the psych test that this woman passed. I know. Wow. I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Christine. Mm-hmm. So on the hive ship, Marines have a perimeter. They're going to check hit. You know, Lauren's going to have his Marines check in every hour. Mm-hmm. Power's still flickering on the whole ship. McKay's working on it. Well, John's just like, fix it. Yeah. Rodney, fix it. Look, I would yeah. like to pretend that I wouldn't be so callous towards Rodney if we were in a situation where you always have one person who fixes everything, but I literally <laughs> am John. Absolutely not, Todd. Fix it. Fix it. It's broken again. Thanks. Bye. I don't care what you were working on before. Fix this thing. Listen, I want. we have a McKay in the office, we and do. we do the exact same thing with him. Absolutely same. <laughs> and then we usually go. You did it. It's broken. It's your fault. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we literally we like we don't care how you do it, but we need this fixed like yeah. now. So I'd like to pretend that I would be kinder. No, no neither I'm one not. of us. I'm terrible. We're I'm horrible be- people. Yeah. I at least ask nicely now. I usually say please. <laughs> Most of the time. Yeah. I sometimes the please is implied in the tone of my voice. Yeah. <laughs> 
you know those times? In the, yeah. 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 Um, can you fix this? <laughs> I mean. Listen, can you fix this is different than can you fix this? Mine's usually just like, hey, this thing's broken. <laughs> End of sentence. End of sentence. <laughs> you do without what you will. <laughs> but it is broken. I have usually done my job. It, usually what it is is. This is broken. I'm going to go approach this the way you don't want me to. Otherwise, unless you fix it. Unless you fix it. You better I'm going to go it do it this other way. Before I do that uh, thing you told me not to do. But I know I can. <laughs> so, ready, go. Who's going to get there first? I'm slowly pressing the button you don't want me to press. The one that you once taught me and thought I would forget because I do forget everything. Except the things you don't want me yeah, to. That's how it works. Yeah. Like so a child. this poor Marine on his own patrol yeah. hears some disgusting fleshy noises down the hall. Yeah. And he finds the source of the sound in radios that he definitely found something unusual. Uh-huh. In this case, it's just a wall that is ceasing to be. That's not weird at all. <laughs> it's weird, just melting. Weird, weird shit flesh melt. Um Isn't this the kind of thing that it's like Beyond the lookout for things? Yeah. This is the thing. Well, he did report it. But it's like, and then run. <laughs> hey, I found the thing. I'm going away from the thing. Okay, bye. So eventually it stops melting. So he just, you know, peeks his head in for a little look. And that's when a wraith jump scares him and drags him away. And you... we just see his gun with a flashlight on the mist floor. And Lauren calls his name and everything's fine now. You peek your gun in. <laughs> What were you expecting to find? A bunny? You don't know. Maybe the wraith have pet ferrets. You see a weird flesh opening? Actually, do you know? Do you oh, know? that sounded gross. <laughs> you don't go do you into know? it, but Listen, maybe you do. If the wraith have bunnies, do you know exactly which bunny it is? It's the bunny from Monty Python. I was, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sharp, pointy teeth. Yeah. Don't I just the whole putting your head in there? Yeah, he's the guy in the horror movie. It's like, well, now you did that. Yo, he's the first one to die. Yeah, you you made your you do not have final girl vibes. He's the he's the he's the you, you know have first girl vibes. First girl vibes. You are running, shrieking, blonde. You heels. clearly just had sex. Yeah, so many sex. <laughs> but good on you. At least you died. At least you satisfied. Hopefully, exactly. Yeah. Maybe he did. Maybe he has like a someone on yeah. Atlantis. He's like, I'm about to go on a mission. Yep. You wanna. You want to get Quickie? one out of the system? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's the first person who always dies in horror films. Yep. So Keller is, has her own little portable lab set up. It's pretty extensive. Uh, McKay pops in to check in. Also, see so we can get an info dump. Uh-huh. Keller found out what's killing the Wraith. The treatment works fine. It got rid of their palm mouths, which, again, a phrase I never nom, need to nom, say again nom. in my life. Uh, it activated their digestive system, but it also made a cancer-like disease that blows up their immune system. No big. So that's what's killing them. Yay. Um, And maybe she can do something about it, but she also kind of just feels like this is over her head. Listen, Keller, I get imposter syndrome. I really do. <laughs> yeah, I that's, feel for you. That's what she's dealing with here. Mm-hmm. Because she's like, look, you and John and everyone else on this team, you're so used to making these decisions that affect thousands, if not millions of lives. Like, that's a Tuesday for you. Yeah, but they've never done it before either. You're in the same place. Yeah. She's like, I'm not used to the whole galaxy hangs in my balance thing. Um. McKay brushes it off like you get used to it. It does help to have a massive ego, mm-hmm. which I think well, he's only half it, joking about. That's what gets him through. Yes. 
that's what gets him through it. I think, um, yeah. Not everyone in the team uses this giant ego portion. uh, What's the phrase that Georgia from My Favorite Murderer has? Like, I guess it's like, bigger dummies than you? Yeah. It's like, look. If it ain't you, it's going to be some other idiot. You're exactly. going to be like, that's what you tried? Exactly. Oh, no, I was the better candidate. Yeah. 100%. Look, he doesn't know much about this whole thing, but he knows Keller. Yeah. And he knows that if anyone can figure it out, she can. Mm-hmm. And he goes and gives her a little shoulder neck massage Yep. to get her boosted up. Yeah. John and Lauren are looking for the missing Marine. I have to be honest. I think in that moment, that's not what I would want. Yeah, but if it might be what Keller wants. True. I think Keller just needs just some thinking. like grounding. Yeah, because I'd be like, I don't want to relax. I need yeah. to be in my stress. I need caffeine. To find my answer. I yeah. need coffee yeah. now. Come bring me snackos. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because to relax is like, then I'll be too relaxed yeah. and then I'll just want to nap. No, I need caffeine. Yeah. And... Uh, I finally figured out what my ultimate snackum is. Oh. I finally, and I knew it, but I didn't have it confirmed until recently. What is it? It's it's peanut butter stuffed pretzels. I have some of those in my work drawer. Yeah. If you ever need them. Um, I got a bag from Trader Joe's. Same bag. It lasted me two days. I have literally the same bag. It's yeah. lasted me almost a week, so please eat it. Yeah, no, it's it's the one bag lasted me two days because every hour I was like, let me get a handful of this shit. Yeah, let me get up on this bitch. It's my, it's my like kryptonite snack. I don't know what mine is yet. I think this is why I never buy them. Because I will eat a whole well, bag. Just kidding. There are not in my drawer. <laughs> if you, it's the thing. If you tell me that bag is in your drawer, you better be because you don't want that bag anymore. Yeah. Well, no. Then they are in my drawer. <laughs> Go to town. Um, so they find his gun. Or someone does. And instead of just sending out a search party, John calls McKay and double checks the maps of the ship are loaded in the life science detector. And McKay's like, bitch, I do that shit when we get on board. Yeah. It's like the first thing I do. Bruh, who do you think you're talking to? Yeah. <laughs> so John and Lauren are on one search party. Taylor and Ronan are on another. And I also realized why they never abbreviate the life science detector because it's just LSD. <laughs> <laughs> They tried and then went, oh, no. No. Oh, we can't do that. Just kidding. Um, so nothing for either of them so far. But the guys, you run into a wall where the map says there shouldn't be one? Flesh wall. It's a flesh wall. Mm-hmm. God, it's so disgusting. So John snipes at McKay for not loading the correct maps. But McKay's like, dude, I got this shit from their computer. Yeah. If it's wrong, it's the ship's fault, not mine. Yeah. I have other shit I'm dealing with. The than ship the is fact- wrong. Please go away. Bye. But before they can double back, Taylor radios that they found Williams. He's definitely dead. Yeah. And I mean, he was he was eaten. Not fed on like the wraith do. Yeah. Like fed on like a large forest animal. Like, like an apex predator. Zombie came into the room yeah. and fled. Yeah. 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 It's not pretty. Like, have you ever seen The Revenant? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so right as John tells them that they should get some help and get the body back to the main group, Lauren picks up someone else on the detector. Oh, boy. And they're going to meet together as the guys go after the signal. And they get into a larger room, eventually head through a door to another large room. Not sure what this room is. It's not important. The signal's coming from somewhere here. Yeah. It's all very tense. 
Very close. And then a wraith literally comes through a smoke screen to attack John. Pins him to the ground. He looks so different and unwraithy. I know. He tries to zombie bite him. Mm -hmm. John is eventually able to push him up so Laura can get a clean shot. John gets away, open fire himself. It is definitely dead right before Taylor and Ronan show up and miss the party. Yep. What the fucking hell? Um, that was a weird looking guy that tried to just hang out with them. Yeah, well, that's the to drone without his mask. Yeah. Yeah. And no hair. And well, the, we they don't have <gasps> hair. Was the hair attached to the mask? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I never knew that. I mean, unless part of the disease makes them lose all their hair, but that's Todd possible. didn't. I like that it's attached to the mask. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's not even their hair. No, it's not. <laughs> That's amazing. Also, he has no nom-nom mouth. That's true. Um, so how else are you going to eat if you don't have a nom-nom mouth, mm. but with your actual tifos? He's hungry. Yeah. So hungry. And like, he doesn't know how to eat. No. <laughs> Imagine just like, yeah, God, nobody took the time to teach them that part. Well, it's like, you don't think about you need to teach someone how to eat with your mouth. Yeah. The joys of food. That, no wonder the wraith are so cranky. I know. <laughs> they the joy, don't get to eat anything. The joy of eating is not one they understand. No. Damn. So back on the bridge, McKay is super excited because they also get to contend with starving wraith learning how to use their teeth. Yay. Yay. Just get a bunch of TV rings. <laughs> a little bit of vodka. <laughs> Maybe more than a little bit in their cases. Yeah, trouble too. Keller blames herself for taking away the only feeding skills they ever knew. Mm. And John's like, look, this is creepy. Yes. Not like the Wraith were man's best friend before this shit. That's true. Yeah. But it's not like you. Yeah. You weren't hurting puppies. No. Keller. They just they use a different mouth now. Yeah. <laughs> but it is nice to know that Keller is in Goebbels. No. That she was like, ah, fuck. Even yeah. though these were bad guys. This is sucky shit. Um, the question is, is how did they wake up? Mm-hmm. And McKay's like, well, the power fluctuations are more fucked up than I thought. Yeah. Uh, the ship must release the wraith as a failsafe instead of letting the wraith die. Makes sense. Um, Keller tries to emphasize that, McKay, you did. Please tell me you shored up the power so that more pods aren't going to, you know, unleash fle- like eating uh, chewy teethy wraith. I'm busy. Like, McKay never figured out the problem in the first place. Exactly. Like, we can go visually look at the pods, but, like, yeah. the ship's fucked up, people. Yeah. John has a better idea. Let's GTFO. Yeah. How about we just not be here? Let's call this a day. Mm-hmm. Keller's like, well, I haven't shifted through all the data for the IOA. And John's like, the IOA can sue me. I yeah. give no shits anymore. The IOA's not here right now. None of this is worth our lives. Yes. I'm with you, John. So they pack up. They have what's left of Williams on a stretcher and they roll out. Slight problem, though. When the route they took this morning looks different to Ronan. Weird. And then there's just uh, another dead end there. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Is this when they open it to the big giant empty cavity? Uh-huh. Soon. Yeah. Yeah, it confuses everyone. So McKay's like, here's another way around. They head down that route. But then they open the door. Massive multi-deck hole. The ship is dying. With the worst part, I think, is when there's just, like, fleshy bits falling. Yeah, Yeah, it's not great. 
It's kind of gross. Guys, I'm just going to keep saying flesh until you're completely sick of it, which probably happened a while ago. Mm. Uh, It's just, um, so it's bad. It's bad, especially since the only way out of here is the dark bay, which is on the other side of this fleshy death pit. Yay, we live here. That might be my other AKA for this episode. Fleshy death pit. Fleshy death pit. Uh, Seriously, anyone who watched the end of the Mighty Nine campaign, you know who you are and you know what I'm thinking about right now. And it's just no. Yep. Solid no. I kind of want to rewatch that now. <sighs> I just realized I want to go back to Vox Machina because they're still my hearts. Well, and you have like your annual rewatch. So I it's do. Time. It's about yeah. time I go back and rewatch <laughs> yeah. Vox Machina. So back on the bridge, there is this hole. There's a hole in the center of the ship. <laughs> so McKay actually has a theory. So there's glitches everywhere. All parts of the ship are having issues, and Wraith ships are organic, so they can regenerate. Mm -hmm. And it's not just the hull that does this, but the whole ship. And if those part of the ship is also malfunctioning, the ship is essentially just reconfiguring itself. So when William saw the whole, the wall melting, we've seen new dead ends and walls... And in the process, the ship has also made a giant flesh death pit and cut them off from the dart bay. Basically, the the ship is is taking a self-defense mode. I don't know this necessarily taking a self-defense mode. I think it's just it is malfunctioning in the same way. So it's just making it's just making new walls because the system's corrupt. Okay, without not so much intent. It's there's I don't think there's any intent behind it. Got it. it. Got it. I'm with you. It's just like I'm broken and I don't know what I'm doing. Fair. Yeah. Um. So John's like, let's call Atlantis. We'll get more jumpers. We'll get some combat engineers. We'll figure this out. And he's like, yeah, that'd be that'd be great. Um, but if we could communications is offline now. If we could call people. John is so mad. Wouldn't it be so cool if we could just call it'd be, people? It'd be great if we could just call for help. I feel like that's when you do the thing where it's like, if we're not back in an hour, you send help anyway. I'm pretty sure yeah. that's happening. Yeah. Um, McKay can't do anything about it. Like, all the fluctuations, all these power glitches are everywhere and they're random-like. But McKay's an idea. destroying the house. Sorry, y'all. That's fine. McKay's an idea. Let's wake Todd up. Rona's like, you can't oh fucking boy. be serious. Oh boy. You want to wake Todd up. Let's double down the danger. He's like, this is his ship. He knows it best. And if he can help us figure out what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Ronan's like, you do realize, McKay, that the last wraith that was awake ate a marine. But that's because he was outnumbered. <laughs> one to one. Well, yeah, but that was a drone. Uh-huh. And they've always figured that drones live their lives brainwashed and mind-controlled. And if you remove the mind-controlled part, you just get a wild animal. So in theory, it's hard to be different. Yeah, just have a taser ready. And uh, Keller reminds him that we haven't figured out the answer to the whole Wraith cancer thing. So if we wake Todd up, they're also probably going to kill him. And John has... No, no problems with that. Well, that's not why we're worried, Taylor. Thank yeah. you, though. I appreciate the concern. <laughs> it's, it's fine. Anyway, it's fine. <laughs> so Todd, we just don't want him to kill us. Yeah, we have no concerns of Todd dies. I appreciate it. I hear you. Your points are valid. 
Not a priority. Um, and with an alarm beep, navigation is now being hinky, and McKay just cannot keep ahead of this shit on his own. Yeah. Um, also, if you hear, like, faint, sad barks coming from the distance, yeah. Kaylee has just been sitting outside this door this whole time being like, please let me come let in. Let me in. You can see her tiny little paws under the door. <laughs> but as you can tell by how loud she is from the other side of it, <laughs> she's there's not allowed a reason in. why she's not allowed in the door. Mm-hmm. If she's going to squeeze herself under the crack of yeah. that door, she's getting further and further. I'm pretty sure she's just going to become like like her. She's going to shift all her bones. She's going to turn into a, a cat. Yeah. And then become. Yeah. Water. Mm-hmm. She's half cat. Mm hmm. I do like that you went from cat to water. Well, yeah, same thing. Yeah, yeah. So they wake, they go to wake Todd up. Uh, Ronan's like, we're fucking doing this, right? Like, this is a thing we're doing. I just need confirmation. Why did we call this episode Don't Wake Rafey? <laughs> anyway. So, guns raised. Taylor presses the buttons and Todd wakes up. Yep. I like, again, I love the shepherd I, like I feel like they should have been like well hello <laughs> Todd good morning good morning yeah. good morning maybe if you greet him with a musical he may be you don't know listen it. Wraith may love classic musicals he may be a huge Debbie Reynolds fan you don't know anything's possible um, he didn't actually think they would come and he's a bit annoyed that they woke him just because the ship's a little broken <laughs> He's like, you woke me for this shit. Like, you can't keep the fucking ship going on your own. So he gets to work up in the bridge. McKay lets him know that he already tried that. But look, McKay. Yeah. You are dealing with Todd before morning coffee. Yeah. If anyone should understand leaving a man to do his job. Don't come at him like that. Yeah. You have a hangry Todd right now. Uh Uh-huh. Don't do that. Also, Todd's confused why the whole ship is erratic and just demands to know what what McKay did to them. Look, I do know that Todd means them as in terms of the systems, but I also like to think that they treat their ship as part of the crew and an individual. I mean, it is a lie. Yeah. Yeah. Believe it. McKay's like, look, I did nothing. It's been this way since we got here. And Todd realizes, without quite believing in himself, he's pretty sure he knows why the ship is malfunctioning. Oh, boy. Uh, Cut to Keller's little makeshift lab. And Todd explains his theory. He thinks the disease is also in the ship. Yep. To Todd, it's the only thing that makes sense. They're like, how the fuck? Because one of the guys fucked the ship. (laughs) I mean, it's clear to me. Well, to make it worse, that's actually not too... Todd explains that when they sleep, they exchange fluids yeah. between the Wraith and the Hive, and John's face is... No. So basically, they all just fuck. Yeah. In their sleep. Yeah. They sleep fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Please stop me. They are intimately evolved with the ship. So... Flying around in a giant tumor. Oh, that they've all fucked. Okay, bye. <laughs> um, this listen, the podcast is listen explicit. when a whole when a whole bunch of wraith really love each other. Mm-hmm. They exchange fluids. That's how you get a hive ship. <laughs> so as time goes. <laughs> Todd reminds. 
sees them, shit's going to get worse. Yeah. Like, internal dampeners, life support, hull integrity, like... Yeah, maybe you shouldn't have fucked your ship, Todd. Landing is tricky at the best of times. Like, we're on a dying ship. Uh-huh. So Todd's like, there's only one option. We have to cure the disease. Like, Keller is like, whoa, Bruh. yeah. Whoa. Can we backtrack? Like, oh, just find a cure for cancer? Got it. That is not something that I can do in a day under pressure. No. It could take months. Todd's like, well, you know, with the rate the ship's dying, you have about four days. That's probably not going to happen, Todd. <laughs> I'm afraid I can't do that, Hal. <laughs> yeah, basically. So they better get to work, John says. Mm-hmm. So the rest of the group heads back to the bridge. Uh, they check in with McKay, who's just playing whack-a-mole. And yes, the power fluctuations are going to continue getting worse. Mm-hmm. There, I haven't stopped. McKay's like, there's, I haven't fixed them. I, <laughs> I've been telling you yeah, since we started. To, that I, I don't plan to. <laughs> I'm very busy. I'm one person. <laughs> You're just not getting that project. It is low priority. So that poses a problem because there is a whole bunch of wraith here that we really don't want to wake up. Mm-hmm. So on that, McKay might be able to help. So we found the safety protocol that, that releases the pods when the power fluctuates and wakes them up. So he can't override that, but he can tweak it slightly. <laughs> He can set it up so the pod won't open when they wake up, which would basically suffocate them. Let's take a moment to think about (laughs) McKay's mind for a minute. Yeah. This is dark, McKay. Well, but I can also be like, well, I can't fix the problem that I can lock the door. It is effective. Yeah. But it is like, are you okay, man? Like, (laughs) I mean, I can keep, I can lock the door. Yeah. Yeah. And then kill them that way <laughs> i mean it's a passive killing uh-huh rodan's like that's i'm fine with this yeah i'm fine can you hurt them while they're dying yeah <laughs> you make them suffer more yeah yeah um but mckay's like are they just wraith like we've they've taken the treatment they don't feed yeah we 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 fucked up a little lord's like but don't they feed like would you like to tell williams that they don't feed on humans i mean you're gonna lose a couple guys (laughs) in the process but i feel like you could teach them to eat food the problem with this changing of the feeding thing it didn't take away their desire to eat human no that's where yeah we were a little short-sighted yeah 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 well and that's the whole part where taylor's earlier like if we can find a way to work maybe they'll take it willingly and you're like taylor i don't think you got past the point that they still want to eat humans yeah yeah humans still taste good to them yes <laughs> it's about the whole it's like not having the food in the house yeah. doesn't mean I don't want to eat it. Exactly. It just means it's not in the house. I just have to work harder to, to eat get it. it. Yeah. I can't just, look, I can't just eat a human smoothie anymore. Uh-huh. I have to chew the meat flesh. But I still want to eat yes. human. And Taylor's like, if we just start killing Todd's crew, he's going to want to know why. Yeah, John's like, man, malfunctions happen. They're 
shit, he just fucking do it. Maybe we just don't tell him. Okay, bye. Bye. That is his solution. Basically. That's literally a solution. Just maybe we just don't tell Todd. Uh-huh. We're killing his entire crew. Yep. So Jeez. with with Todd and Keller, Todd has a moment where he almost doubles over in pain. But, you know, at this moment, he doesn't want to hear anything from Keller. Just yeah. ignore it. It's not happening, which I get. Um, she apologized. She didn't mean for any of this to happen. And she honestly thought this would be good for everyone. Yeah. Todd laughs because the thought of an, a human apologizing to a wraith is kind of funny to him. Yeah. I love this moment. I love that Keller has this. It's a good moment. Yeah. Keller figures it's because Todd doesn't understand compassion. That mm-hmm. compassion is not a weakness. He's like, but isn't it? No, bitch. I mean, John would agree that it's kind of a weakness. And, and Keller's like, well, John's a soldier. Yeah. And I'm a doctor. Yep. John's like, oh, I get it. His job is to take lives. Your job is to save them. And she's like, mm, no. We both save lives, but we use different tools. Yeah. And in John's job, compassion is just not a useful tool. Well, I would say in John's job, compassion takes a slightly different form depending on the moment. Fair. I I think in general, though, like in Keller's job, it's like a number one tool. Yes. Whereas for John, it's just not as effective. I think I think compassion is a different form for John. I think compassion for John is, for instance, in the pilot episode where he's like, I'm going to mercy kill. Yeah, but it's not every. Everything you're doing is in a mercy kill. So no. you're not, it's not your most often used tool. But John also is like, I'm going to have to kill the Wraith. I don't want to torture them in the process. Sure. I want to do a clean kill. That's fair. So that's why I'm saying I think it's a different form. Yeah. That's fair. I'll yeah. give you that. Um, and just Todd ponders that and mm-hmm. both sort of thinking that they have the other person there for a second. Mm-hmm. So McKay has his program ready to override the safety protocol and double checks like we're actually still doing this. Just confirming. Mm-hmm. And yes, they are. So four to the five of the hibernation chambers take the new do not open command without issue. Sounds good. The fifth is not quite registering. It. Oh, no. It is a smaller one. Maybe only a couple dozen wraith inside. <laughs> That's nothing. It's fine. Yeah. John figures they just have to find another way to deal with them, which, I mean, of course, that solution does involve C4, because apparently, of course, you do not go into a wraith ship without a bunch of C4. Yeah. Well, that's then. That's speaking of tools. Yes. John's number one tool. Exactly. Probably C4. So heading through the ship with Lauren instead of McKay mm-hmm. as the four of them. Uh, the team runs across at least one drone coming out to attack them, quickly taken out. But it makes it worried how many others are still out there. Yeah. So they get to the hibernation room. We don't see what's wrong immediately, but John does not like it. Mm-hmm. Radius McKay that they know why they weren't able to send the code to the last chamber. Oh, boy. All the pods are already open. It's like when you find a wasp nest, but it's all empty. Uh-huh. It's like, well, shit, where do these fuckers go? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yay. Mm-hmm. All those wraith are already out. So John is setting up what the plan's going to be, updating on the whole team. They're going to divide each deck into quadrants, sweep it in teams, no chance to shoot anything that moves. It's wraith hunting time. It's wraith hunting time. And we watch a few teams, Taylor and John's. 
it's kind of their smartest time. So frequently when they pair into groups, we see like Taylor and John, Ronan and McKay or something like yeah. this. But this time they pair an experienced A-level team member with the Marine. Right, because the Marines, while they're good soldiers, they yes. don't necessarily have wraith feelings. Many of them. Yeah. I, yeah. Some of them might have more than others. Yeah. Um, and Taylor's partner doesn't even get the chance to open fire at one point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and with Todd, he reads something interesting in Keller's notes that Ooh. she tried using iratus DNA. Interesting. And she's like, yeah, well, I thought the pure Raidus bug DNA would help prevent the, the de- deterioration of your native Wraith abilities. She got the idea, actually, shockingly, from Michael. It didn't really work, and she trails off. Mm-hmm. Todd has an idea. Oh, boy. So while while John is killing Wraith, <laughs> killer radios, um, Todd needs to speak with him right now. Uh, a little busy killing your crew here. Super busy. Apparently, I can't wait. So John passes his teammate over to Taylor's team and heads off. Yeah. <laughs> Take care of this baby. Yep. Once there, he wants to know what's some damned important. John is hunting Wraith, which again, Todd does not know. Right. That John and the crew are out killing his crew. Yikes. Apparently, Todd says there's a way to fix this. It's not a cure to the disease, but it will undo to the disease. And I'm like, isn't that still curing the disease? Yeah. Yeah. Tomato, tomato? Yeah, Yeah. I would agree with you. So while the Wraith have the ability to heal themselves of almost anything, Wraith didn't always have that ability. Oh. Hundreds of thousands of years ago, there was a treatment of last resort. John's like, I do not have time for a fucking history lesson. Yeah. Give me the short answer. A terminally ill wraith would possibly go restore themselves to perfect health if he let an erratus bug queen feed on him. Oh. Keller's like, why the fuck are you just bringing this up now? It's a little weird. Well, You guys have some really weird habits, Todd. It's a teeny tiny bit dangerous and almost always kills the wraith. Okay. (laughs) He's only bringing up now... Because they're sort of without any other choice and really they're have no other hope. They're gonna die anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a planet three days away that has Aratus bugs. hmm So John's a little taken aback. Uh, McKay can barely keep this thing in orbit and you want to jump the hive to hyperspace. Yikes. Todd's like, well, I can do it. He's like, no. No, I'm gonna pass on that. We're gonna find a solution here and I don't really give a shit if if you say it's the only way to save your crew. Yep. Todd's like, don't lie to me, brah. <laughs> I know, at least admit that you're not wanting to do this because you'll be saving Wraith. Just admit the fact that you don't want to save Wraith. I mean... Just say it. John's like, I mean, I crossed my mind. Yeah. Yeah. And Todd does have a point... The disease is their fault. However, they didn't just give you that. You took it. Yeah. Keller knew it wasn't ready for prime time yet and you stole that shit. But they were still going to do the exchange. But they were going to do it on a small test number. That's true. That's true. Because Keller is very cautious. You can tell through this entire thing. Yeah, that's fair. So you went and jumped ahead of the trials. Mm -hmm. So you can't fully blame Atlantis on this one. 
fully blame, I said. Yeah. Yeah. Shared blame. Okay. Shared blame. I'll give you that. So, you know, he didn't meet up. If he if if Todd didn't meet up with Atlantis about this innovation of theirs, like his whole crew wouldn't be here. And he's like yelling at the end. Mm -hmm. And John is also pissed. Like, John would be way more open to help Todd if he didn't try to kill half of his people last time they tried helping each other. Yep. And then Todd tries to lunge at John. Marines wave through, raise their weapons, but John doesn't even flinch. No. Todd's hand is raised, but the threat of feeding on John isn't there. Yeah. Remember that time that you don't have that anymore? You have no more nom-nom hands. Yeah. And honestly, because Todd also has this disease, like, I don't even know if Todd could take John on in a hand-to-hand fight right now. That's true. He may be pretty weak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. John, like, again, doesn't even blink yeah don't don't blame him and in this moment where todd sort of forgets that he can't feed on john and in this moment you almost almost tiny feel a little bit bad for todd yeah i mean let's think of it just from the wraith point of view right here you are living your whole entire existence for for years and years and years and years and years this is what you do. You eat humans. It's what you do. They're food. And we know that Todd's been around for thousands yeah. of years. And it's like, this is your life. Yes. It just is. Think about it. We eat animals. So imagine one day, like, chickens are like, fuck you. You're eating us. Yes. Stop eating us. Take this drug so you stop eating us. Yeah. And now also this drug is going to kill you. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. It's rough. It's rough out there being a wraith. And Todd's like, John, you owe me this. Mm-hmm. And John doesn't flinch. He's like, I don't owe you shit. Yeah. And tells the Marines to get Todd out of here. Mm-hmm. And Keller's like, well, I figure any help from Todd is gone now. I guess I'm doing this alone now. Yep. And the lights flicker again. And McKay radios that John should um, come here next. Please. I'm raising my hands. Can yeah, I hurry, have please. your yeah. attention next? So when they get to the bridge, the ship is now shaking. McKay figures um, that Todd's initial guess of how long the ship had left was way off. Yeah. And the actually the giant hole in the middle of the ship, which is getting larger, the, the fleshy death pit, yeah. is actually not our biggest problem right now. The bigger problem is the line of stroke world weakness running across the hive. Because yeah. if anything decompresses, this whole place is going to rip in half. This ship's about to not be ship anymore. It's about to be two ships. Yeah. <laughs> not in a good way. <laughs> two ships that are not good. Uh-huh. John immediately calls for all teams to fall the fuck back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taylor's team is in the middle of killing Wraith. Yeah. Um, it's and... kind of hard to run when you're being attacked. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, let's John know that they don't have all of the Wraith dead yet. No cares. Leave mm-hmm. them. Yep. And we see all the teams quickly start to rush back. Mm-hmm. Everyone is running. Drones do attack Ronan's team in the process. His blaster gets knocked away. And thankfully, Ronan has no issues using his fist blasters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> thankfully, Taylor was crossing paths there and helps him out of that situation. His fists are larger than air. His fists are larger than air. And actually, you can see Ronan's a little thrown after that one as he yeah, gets up. It's a little some. Well, I don't think he's ever had to fight a race that looked so human-like yeah i don't know i think that's enough to throw you i think it was just the fact that he they ambushed him a little more yeah so they meet up with lord and his team but the door will not open so that's fun Mm -hmm. doors 
Mickey <laughs> sees this from the from the bridge. And I wonder if Lauren's already called him because he's like, I'm already working on it. Mm-hmm. The guys tried just probably brute forcing the door open because, again, Ronan is bigger than air. Yeah. Taylor's worried they do not have a minute because the threat of the ship breaking apart is one thing, mm-hmm. but more Wraith are also closing on them. Yeah, there's a lot of things happening right now yeah. and we need to not be right here. So John is actually on the other side of the door. He can hear the gunfire, but the door won't open for him either. On the bridge, the whole place is rocking, mm-hmm. and McKay just in terror looks at one of the monitors and warns them that they have to get out of there now. Like, yeah. now, 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 yesterday. Already you should have been out of there. And it's not like they aren't trying. Yeah. That's all he can do, though. It's not like McKay can do much else other than be like, hurry. And yeah. I think that's part of his frustration there. Yeah. So Ronan shoots the door panel controls and continues trying to muscle the door open with another Marine and John on the other side. And finally, they're able to brute force it open and everyone rushes through. Thank goodness. Everyone gets through. There's some cover fires. They run and the door closes again, blocking the Wraith from following them. Yeah. And from space, we actually see the entire hive ship tear itself apart with the front half just nose diving towards the planet. Pretty majestically. It's gorgeous. That falls apart pretty freaking yeah. cool. So McKay in a panic calls for John, mm-hmm. uh, relieved to hear his voice. The bulkhead is holding and McKay seals, has sealed off the depressurized areas. Yeah. Um, but they also, please get back to the bridge now. Yeah. An alarm sounds as if McKay wasn't panicked enough. Yeah. More pure fear pours into his like, face. Like I get that alarms have to sound, but alarms always seem to make things worse when you're they trying do. to think. Um, Sharing the bad news with John, the force of the ship breaking apart has shifted their trajectory Mm -hmm. from orbit to straight into the planet. Physics. And we already... That's physics? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Uh, And we already see them starting to enter the atmosphere. Yeah. Orbital mechanics. Oh, fancy. Mm -hmm. Okay. They're still really high up in the atmosphere, but they're definitely entering the atmosphere. Everyone back on the bridge is screwed. Uh McKay's update is we're, we're fucked. Yeah. I like that they explain the thing that Ronan thought because I thought the same thing. He's like, well, we're going to water. Why is it a yeah. big deal? <laughs> and McKay's like, because we're going so fast. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So they're not going to burn up, which is the good news. Yeah. They're going to slow down because of the friction, but not nearly enough. Mm-hmm. And at that speed, it doesn't matter what you land on. You're going to be vaporized. Yeah. Yes. Um. They do. They have to do something, John figures. Um. I love that. I love that McKay's almost insulted again at this, like, yeah, have me fucking fix this in two seconds All again. Right, oh, wait, I have an idea. Yeah. So the forward maneuvering thrusters are undamaged. The issue is getting them power mm-hmm. um, because the conduits have been kind of sort of ripped in half. He could reroute them and slow the descent, but the issue is he doesn't know how to fuck to do that. And even, like... All these systems are also still malfunctioning. It could take hours for him to create a workaround. Yeah. And we don't have that kind of time. John's like, you keep working. I'm going to get us help. Yikes. Which, of course, is Todd. Yeah. Who's sitting on a bench feeling sorry for himself. John's like, get up. He's like, leave me alone. I mean, I can't blame Todd for for anything going here forward. No. Somehow he finds compassion. Anyway. Yeah. 
Um, you know, you he's like, you feel this place shaking. This is us entering the atmosphere. In a few minutes, we're all going to smash into the planet. And, and Todd's like, well, a quick death is welcome. Yep. Fuck off. Yeah. Sucks to suck. My entire crew is dead. Yeah, well, he doesn't know that quite oh, yet. Oh, true. Yeah. Um, John just pokes the bear a little bit. Didn't think Todd was a quitter. Yeah. Um, he goes, look, if you help me get the ship on the ground, I will take you to the bug planet. Yep. Todd's like, you really think I'm going to fucking believe you at this point? Neither one of us trust each other. Nope. But John oh. gives him his word. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they do have this strange relationship where it's like neither one of them pulls out that level of trust very often. Yeah, it's just so fucky, right? It is. Because there's nothing left that you're going off of here Except literally the goodness of Todd's heart. Yeah. Well, it's one of those where I'm more to the point of John, quote unquote, giving his word is like enough to get Todd to consider it. Because for all the times that... It, I think it goes back to when they originally met. Yeah. For all the shit that's gone between them, you know, they do have promises of Is good this faith. This is the Todd and John love story. This is episode? the Todd and John love story episode. That makes sense. Okay, I get it now. I'm but it's board. just like Todd, John getting to the point of getting past, oh, we can hope to work together. We'll try to do this, blah, blah, blah. But when John's like, no, but I give you my word. It's kind of like this relationship isn't going to work. Yeah. But. I'm still doing my best to find a way to respect you. Yes. That's what this is. That's why this feels weird. It's like, we're just not meant to be. No. But I don't hate you. It's like the end of, uh, spoilers, Shit's Creek with Alexis. Yeah. And what's his name? I don't remember. I don't remember the the name. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, it just wasn't meant to be. No, it's like respected enemies. Yeah, yeah. It's still a bedfellow I'd rather be in because I know how your brain works. Yeah. And... It's like, I can predict to be backstabbed by you. We did our best to make this work. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. So it's enough to get Todd to consider. He does ask about his crew and John's like, um, yeah. Um, funny you ask. Yeah. About your crew. Um, your crew's dead. Uh Uh-huh. Mind you, he leaves out the we killed a bunch of them part. But at least he told them they're dead. He does. He just says the whole back half of the ship tore apart and they're gone. Yikes. It's not a lie. It's not a lie. Yeah. And I think this goes back to the part where, like, John didn't swear on that part. Nope. He didn't lie to him. No, he didn't. So Todd is is like, well, what's, what's to think that, you know... If we had just jumped to this planet when I wanted to, none yeah. of this would have happened. And John's like, please. Yeah. The ship was not going to fucking make it through hyperspace no, it and you just know it. Sooner. Yeah. I get you're pissed about your crew, but we're all going to fucking die unless we can slow this piece of shit down. And you're the only one who can help us right now. Mm-hmm. So Taylor's doing what she can to help fly half a hive. They're 100,000 feet up, but having serious issues controlling anything of their flight path. Yeah. 
Todd just comes in and kicks her out. <laughs> yeah, get out. This is my ship. Ronan just never wants to trust her wraith, asking John if he's sure about this. And John's like, listen, Ronan, I What's get you hate wraith. Our choices or death. And yeah. Ronan's like, I think I'd rather die. That's kind of like the thing. At this point, I'm surprised that he doesn't snap at Ronan. Like, what the fuck do you want, Ronan? I know. We're just all going to die because of your pride or your spite? And again, Fuck I think a little. Ronan still may rather die. Yeah, absolutely he would, but John doesn't want to. Um, And Todd has a solution, but it's going to take a few minutes. The problem is they're 15 seconds from impact. Yeah. So, you know, Todd's like, not if I can help it. Yeah. He fires the thrusters. They're going straight down. Yeah. 40 thousand feet still too fast and john just yells at mckay for more power mm-hmm. john's like hey um i've done this shit before so trust me for a second when it's like level us out glide yeah. to the water don't just nose dive i know what i know into the planet and i know flying, flying. Todd actually gives i know cra- he's launch bat. he knows crashing yeah knows how to crash he knows how to crash and walk away from a crash speaking of I got to see the plane that crashed recently here in town. And I need to tell everybody that I saw the plane. I saw the plane. <laughs> you see it? I got to see the actual plane. Ooh. Holy crap. The person who was flying that knew what they were doing. Yeah. That's all. There was a plane locally that. A small Cessna. There's a small Cessna that uh, had, had to make a controlled landing. Yeah. Um, and in a busy, did. busy roadway. Yeah. On a busy roadway. And I believe everyone walked away from it. Yeah, Everybody walked away. Did not even affect traffic. Yeah. That's skill. I mean, people had to slow down and we go, yeah, what obviously. the fuck? There's a plane coming. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so 110,000 feet now. And they've used all the power they have. Todd focuses. And from the outside, we can see the ship starting to level off. Mm-hmm. 2,000 feet. And McKay tells them initial dampeners are gone. So everyone braces for a very, very rough landing, and we watch as the thing just gracefully belly flops for half a hive ship into the water, skimming over it, creating a huge tidal wave, and finally coming to the rest. Yikes. We'll see how long it floats. Mm -hmm. And one good thing, Atlantis has been monitoring monitoring them the entire time. So they know exactly when they hit the water. They know exactly where they hit the water and rescue is on its way. Yep. We made it. Everything's fine. The end. Bye. Well, who knows how long later. <laughs> yeah. uh, Woolsey is reading a book in his office and John comes in. Mm-hmm. And I guess the whole team was thrown around when they hit the water. Um, John is up and about now, but everyone else is still recovering. Yeah. And by the time rescue, they've strapped Ronan to that bed. <laughs> they've just there's no other way they've just there's kept no him way. unconscious yeah by the time rescue is able to get to him half the ship half the broken ship was filled with water and it sank a few minutes after they got the last people out mm-hmm. apparently uh john if not the entire team was unconscious for that part yeah and Woolsey in his office has a screen showing todd sitting in his cell not responding to any treatment he's just not doing well Yikes. And Woolsey knows why John is here. Mm-hmm. He got John's request. And I mean, didn't you just want to destroy the ship when it arrived? And blow up the entire situation? Sounds like, I mean, vaguely, that sounds familiar. Sounds like something I maybe would have said. I might, Yeah, maybe someday I said that. And now John wants to let Todd go. Sounds like, well, he saved us and I gave him my word. That's true. 
This is the one last thing. What is he going to do? He's got no yeah. crew. He's got no ship. He yeah. may not even live very long. No. And Wolsey's like, he's also why you were in danger in the first place. True. But he's most likely going to die. I mean, let's keep going. Yeah. But we're the reason he was in danger in the first place. But again, I'm going back to this, that he stole it. He stole the stuff. Oh, no. And I agree. But I'm saying if we want to play this game. Oh, yeah. It goes all the way back together. All the way to the top. Yeah. Um, We're all in this together. I mean, really, then you go back and it was the Janai's fault because he put Todd and John in the same place. <sighs> I mean, yeah. Let's, you know, I think the Janai are just always the safe bet to yeah. blame. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, John figures Todd is most likely going to die anyway. And if he doesn't on the off chance die, he's going to remember what we did for him. Right. Like, he is the best and only ally we have right now fighting against the Wraith. Uh, yeah, like it or not. yeah. And if we ever do perfect the gene therapy, we're going to need his help. Yep. Because without him, you're starting all fucking over, and then you're just hoping that John gets trapped in a cell with another exactly. random Exactly. That ain't happening again. Uh, and this is the kind of decision that could cost Will's a hijab, he figures. And mm -hmm. John's like, aren't all of them... Oh. The IOA is in here, man. Yeah, I know. And at the very end of the episode, the choice was made. Mm -hmm. Todd stands there in front of an active gate. Yep. They're letting him go to the planet to find an Aratus queen. All right. Go find a queen. Make some babies. Fuck a ship. Do whatever you want to do. <laughs> Sorry. John made a deal, and John is a man of his word. Uh-huh. And before he leaves, Todd tells him that he will remember this. John Shepard. <laughs> and we watch Todd leave as the gate shuts down. The end. We'll never see Todd again. Everything's fine. Bye. Everything's fine. We have three episodes left. I don't want to talk about <laughs> it. I don't feel great. We do have one more at least before our break, right? One more next weekend? No, I think next weekend is our break. Okay. TBD. Remember, the end of August is all weird. Yeah. TBD. Yeah. We may or may not see you next week. I but think... I just, I like that we have a break because it extends to how long yeah. we were watching this show We for. have three episodes left. Atlantis is my favorite. Uh, next up is an episode called Identity. Okay. Yeah. I'm ready. Are you ready? I feel like there was a... SG one episode called Identity as well. I don't think so. They've. I think they're pretty good about not duplicating okay. the names of them. All right. All yeah. right. Okay. We'll see. Um. Until then, <laughs> find us on Twitter at Terra Podcast, Facebook at There's No Place Like Terra, email us at There's No Place Like Terra at gmail dot com. Uh, rate us, like us, review us. Wait, Patreon dot com slash No Place Like Terra. Don't fuck your ship. <laughs> Or do. I'm not the boss of you. Okay, bye. As long as the ship consented, you Absolutely two can do whatever the fuck yeah. you want. Fair. Okay, okay, bye. Bye.